episode 25 of Booze and Phasers. I'm your host, Audrey Kearns, and with me is... I'm Claudia Dolph. No, you're not, Claudia. I'm a female uh, nerd, <laughs> Claudia Dolph. I'm a nope. female nerd? <laughs> That's your introduction? Yeah. Professional female uh, nerd. Uh, okay. It's an we honor will. to meet you. I had never met you before. Thank you. Claudia. It's nice. We you went might. over this after the last episode where you said I'm Claudia Dolph. And right. I said, I don't think it worked. And you're going back to the well, evidently, <laughs> on this one. It, to me, I thought there was still meat on the bone. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. I did. I could be wrong. I guess I'm wrong. I'm not Claudia Dolph. I'm Brian David Bradley. There you go. Um, Claudia. My uh, co-host of Booze and Phasers is in Cuba right yeah. now oh, on a romantic getaway with yeah. her boyfriend. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So I went down the hall and knocked on my bedroom door because evidently I don't sleep in my own bedroom. Right. That makes a problem. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and said, hey, Brian, can you come co-host? And he was like, I don't know. And then I said, well, Josh and Jenny are coming over. And he was like, yeah, I'll be yeah, right there. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, it's just us. No, We're popular. Good. Very impressive. Now, when I say... <laughs> Josh and Jenny, I am talking about Josh Dean and Hi. Jenny Flack. Thank you guys for joining Hi. us. Hello. Uh, you guys know Jenny as one of the founders and uh, drinky persons. <laughs> and, there we go. Uh, main contributors to geekgirlauthority.com. She's an actor, improviser, and one of my best friends. Hi. Oh, <laughs> and uh, There was some good foley on that drink. That was very, very nice. Josh Dean, another one of our good friends. Um, he is a voice director for a lot of video games like Mass Effect and Dragon Age. He uh, is a head writer on uh, Con Man the Series that was just out. He's Hilarious, also been a uh, recurring character on Blind Spot. Really he was in Con Man the Series as Rico. He's one of the and he's like, greatest oh, improvisers in North America. And I so, keep yeah, telling he's, people he's that. He's an impish little fun time. <laughs> you're a, you're a multi talented. You know what else is She not just not called you impish. He's also quite a chef, right? Oh, yeah. Well, we, I try, you know. He's a foodie. I'm a so nerd. for any Booze and Phasers mm. fans out there, which I assume you are if you're listening, any Booze and Phasers fans out there, <laughs> um, I hope you listen to my other podcast, Neil Before Odd. I just had a great interview with Josh, and we got, we it was so fun that I didn't get to the chef questions because oh, I wanted to talk about how good of a cook he and his lovely wife, Selena, are, and I never was able to get to it. We'll get there. Selena wants, just, just for the record... Selena once made the... This is Selena Dean, his wife. Yes. yes. Made you this cupcakes for your birthday and they're best cu- cupcakes no, ever had? No, she once brought she homemade eclairs to my house. Okay. <laughs> she made eclairs, which totally yeah. blew my mind. I was like, that's not a thing. Oh and the second thing she did, and I think she did this with your sister, mm-hmm. she made the pedophores... Oh, yes. ...from... Uh, Oh God! The Grand Budapest Hotel. The Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, she made. Oh, yeah, she yeah. made. They nice. made those. those they made the towering yeah, pedophores. Yeah. They were gorgeous and they were delicious. And that's not right. The, the cupcakes she made. <laughs> the cupcakes she made, Jenny, when it's we surprised you on the she beach. She also made birthday cupcakes. I am obsessed yes, the with birth- the frosting on that. I just wanted to like. You ever like frosting so much you just want to take the top of it off of every cupcake and not eat the cakey part and just the frosting? That's how I felt. I, I, I have not, but I've seen in our 25 years of being alive, <laughs> I've seen you do it a lot. Maybe. Have you ever done the thing where you Maybe. just take the top part of the cupcake you make a sandwich? off and you make a sandwich I do it all it. the time. It's, it's a lot Audrey better. only wants the frosting. No, I mean, no, I'm but, the, but she makes amazing frosting. But that's why you make the sandwich so that you can enjoy it with everybody. It's bite. got a full, a more an even spread. Yep. Even spread. I've been yeah. doing that smart, since smart, high school. All right. So we did our greetings. I'm okay, looking thank at God my... that's over. Hi, uh, Selena. Hi, Selena. Hi, Selena. <laughs> Thanks for being the listener. <laughs> um, our theme for today... Yeah. Oh, wait. Should I ask... To, should we tell the people what you do, Brian? Yes. Let's, let's. Yes. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> Mostly that. I live down the hall. Lots of groaning. I live here at this home. Um, <laughs> tried the cheese board early. It was lovely. It's yes. a beautiful cheese board. Really next much. level uh, Speaking cured of meats. Cured yeah. meats, good uh, charcuterie. Mm -hmm. uh, I am a television uh, writer. Yes, you are, and you're a Darn fine right. one. Um, let's let me uh, give a plug to our sponsor here, Devotion Vodka. American, it's American made. It's the world's first and only 100% sugar free, gluten free, and non GMO vodka, which we are all enjoying right now. That's Absolutely. so good. You heard me pour it. Yes. So thank thank you, Devotion Vodka, for sending us free vodka all the time. You guys are fantastic. Visit their website. They have like over a dozen flavors. It's it's really really good. So um, I'm making a new one. We may as well. Um, so I'm going to dive. <laughs> our, our topic today is best space operas. And we've got four science fiction nerds in here, so I'm really looking forward to that conversation. I'm super but before we do that, I'm going to uh, do our segment called, well, it's Claudia's segment, and I'm really nervous about doing this. I was last week too. I don't um, know. Called you can uh, it. Shatner Tweets. Shatner, Shatner, Tweets. <laughs> I went through to look for some, and I mean, he it's like a million a day. It's yeah. really hard. He's prolific. And he's he's sometimes very cranky and sometimes he's not, but mostly cranky. It's, As it's, always, I imagine him tweeting from a huge human-sized web, nude, <laughs> totally in the center nude. of a huge yeah. human-sized. I web. imagine that he is I constructed always, using his own fluids. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I always imagine that he's tweeting on the toilet. I, I think so. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's got well, a toilet on that web. I made him a human I spider. I don't mean to be disrespectful. <laughs> I just feel like I made him a naked human you know, spider. you've got some time. That's what I think. A lot of people have their alone time on the it's toilet, a and it's a good time. And I always, I always think he has red wine, golden yeah. toilet, yeah. expensive. I think red wine tracks. But um, so Shatner tweets. Brian, can you do a little jingle? Uh, Shatner tweets. <laughs> Thank you. It's Bill Shatner tweeting. Thank He's you. in a human-sized web. Okay, that's <laughs> made from his fluids. Shatner tweets. Okay. That's Here's good. the first one. That was pretty good. So, uh, evidently, he's been watching Emerald City, the new series. Um, yeah, that's a teen program. He does. He does watch that's Supernatural. It's not unsettling. A teen sci-fi program is really up his alley. Oh. But he also likes um, Degrassi, Outlander. Which, he loves Outlander. Yeah, sure. so he, he, does get, he gets into a lot of fights over Supernatural. Which, there was a fight about Supernatural that I was going to read, but it was, it was like involved hundreds of tweets, and I couldn't even... So I'll just do this one. So he was... Watching, evidently, Emerald Studio, and he, um, Emerald Studio, is that what I just said? Yeah, Studio. So Vincent D'Onofrio is in Emerald City as the wizard, I believe? Yes. Okay, so he, he, he says at Vincent... No one asked him to be there. No, no, he, he, he arrives on his own and they were too afraid to ask him to leave. Yeah. Yeah. So he said um, at Vincent D'Onofrio is Cray. Is what he said after oh, watching. Oh, gentleman using the word cray. And then he has a oh, winky face emoji because he uses a lot of emojis. He's very heavy so, on the emojis. So Vincent D'Onofrio sees that online and replies to Shatner and says, Hey, thank you, sir. That's really cool of you to say. That makes me happy. To which William Shatner goes, Nerd. <laughs> He is a spider. He is. He is a spider. And his nerd in seven e, as we said last week too, is yes. seven e. It's a three. It's a three. So he also went. He went extra he nerd on, on him. It. Yeah. It's a dollar sign. Yeah. Wow, that's okay. Maybe his keyboard's Nerds. broken. So he, I don't know what's happening. He had a fan ask he's a, him. He's a, like, 
was just just a high school bully. Yeah. Oh, look, here comes the nerd. Well, you're you going to make the basketball team? No, you won't nerd. Nerd. <laughs> So uh, a fan asks, um, how can I get an autographed picture of you as CK for my 50th March 22nd birthday? Thanks. Um, and it's a person, CK, Captain Kirk is what he meant. Oh. I figured. But what? I thought it was Calvin Klein. I thought it was Kirk. What Klein. William Shatner says is, I'm sorry to d- disappoint, but I never modeled for Car- Calvin Klein. Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps you're confusing me with Mark Wahlberg. I get it all the time. <laughs> Okay. Topical. Shatner. Super dad joke. Yeah. Granddad joke. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. That's what that is. Yeah. And then, oh, also, there was a whole string I wanted to read, but it would have taken up half an hour, where he's using the snowflake emoji a lot, like, mm. to make oh. fun does, of people. Doesn't that mean oh. cocaine? It he's can. using it in it the terms can. of the liberal. But it's also it, like a very common conservative. He, right. Yeah. yeah. Is no, he no. Calling people snowflakes. No, no. He's oh. using it for. Yes, he is. Oh, but so I don't. No, but I don't. I don't know if he, I don't think he's a Trump supporter because he said some things about it. But I think he just likes calling people snowflakes, and he's also used it to denote. Remember, there's a snow moon a couple nights there ago, was. so he was using the snowflake emoji. But he was. He's been. Like calling people snowflakes and God bless them. And and it, it's we are snowflakes. But anyway, we, are all we live in an age of wonders. Let me just stop. True, Can't we true. just stop for a moment? Let's, oh, someone let's tried, review. Someone and tried to tell him yes. that you know a million snowflakes are gonna make an avalanche. He's like, no, that's not gonna happen. That's like, not how that works. Yeah, it's it's a lot more than that's, a million. Yeah. He doesn't believe in weather. Um, <laughs> Never heard of it. Well, <laughs> it's proven it will make us. It will make a blizzard. What well, may take five anyway, billion? Uh, but, but I think it's kind of miraculous <laughs> that the guy who played Captain Kirk in like 1960, whatever, yeah, uh-huh. is tweeting to all of us, to yeah. each and calling each people and nerds, showing uh, us his subconscious, yeah. In I, the year 2017. I don't think this is what we dreamed of that the technology would bring us. I think we wanted better. <laughs> yeah, it's no jetpack, but it's good. it's yeah. a jetpack for your heart. All yeah, right, let me, uh, one more. <laughs> one more. Uh, hi, Mr. Shatner. Would you rather have a handmade, a ha- oh, a hand, not handmade. Hi, Mr. Shatner. Would you <laughs> rather have a hand made of ham that regrows if you eat it, or an armpit that dispenses sunscreen. <laughs> Interesting. Who tweeted that? Can you please yes. shout them out? Um, yeah. At the underscore, 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 foy. That's why I said that. Okay. So T-H-E underscore foy, F-O-Y, the foy. And wow. Yeah, well done, that's foy. a nice one. But then he said, this is a Twitter, and he spells without T-W-I-T-T-E-R. He spells it out. This is Twitter, not a Reddit AMA. Get your social media platform straight before wow. engaging. Wow. Wow. Shatner, Shatner did not get the spirit of that. Shatner no, he did not. is, is, is. Kind of a turkey. But I think yeah, he thinks that. I think though. he probably thought that was being funny, but he has kind of like a mean humor. Yeah, it doesn't come yeah. across. Sarcasm and like a little, a fun eye roll doesn't come across in. Yeah, we need and, a we need a separate type of grammar for that. Yes, like italics. We need something that means specifically sarcasm. Yes, since yes. we only communicate via. What should it be? A font. It should That's be a special font. Back, backwards leaning italics. Like <laughs> it needs to be visually obvious right away. But it's got yeah, a little bit of like a. It needs like to be like a half like a half smirk. Yeah. Yeah. Like a half smirk. Half smirk. So that concludes. This week's Shatner Tweets. Shatner Tweets! We're going to move on to news now. Can I just really yes. interject something about Vincent D'Onofrio? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. This ties into numerous nerd uh, worlds, but... As he is tied to? I, I didn't realize until recently that he played 
uh, Thor in Adventures in Babysitting. Yes. Yep. I didn't. I love that movie. I don't I know if that's canon. That. No, technically, no, it isn't. <laughs> but uh, he did. Yeah, yeah, he was, and he also, and he looked very different. He um, sure did. Yeah. Hey, well, he Josh and Jenny, I don't know if it's hit you yet, but my dog just farted. It has not hit me. It's pretty sour. I'm not mad. I'm just impressed. No, but it's it's kind of hot in here. You know what the best part is? is He's totally unconscious. Yeah, Yeah. eyes are rolled. Well, that's why he's farting because he's so relaxed. I can see. He comes in here, falls asleep, and begins farting. Because we've given him so many snacks. We've given him so many snacks to calm him down. Because he. He's a real dick puncher. Inner eyelids. His inner eyelids are visible to me. Yeah, yeah. They're chilly. The shark. Wow, my other lid. guest on my other podcast, Neil Before Odd, that had to talk about scout punching, a uh, scout punching his dick. Um, it's so yeah. funny you're talking about it, Josh, because it's one of your best friends. Aaron Abrams. A- Aaron Abrams. Yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, he got Aaron but good. Oh, yeah. he got Aaron good. He got <laughs> Aaron, good. Aaron good. He even <laughs> warned him. And I he was like, him. right, right, right. I get dogs. That's what that's scout the scout is. A specialty. It the perfect combination matter. is a Canadian and yeah. their balls. <laughs> right. And scout. Yeah. Oh, because Kai Erickson did that too. In the balls. It's like, oh. Oh, that's unpleasant. Yeah. That's unpleasant, but I'm perfectly acceptable. We're all just as Lord Davis. Yes. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> I'd like to apologize for your dog uh, punching me. What an American does, he's like, I'm going to my car for a gun. The dog <laughs> needs to be put down. Oh, Americans. The dog can't be trusted. Okay, sorry. Back to the news. So yes. Thor, you said Thor. Yes. Vincent D'Onofrio. It actually segues into the news, Josh. That's why it's almost like we are reading each other's minds. Or you read the email I sent out. One of the two. <laughs> so, um... This uh, recently, uh, a little teaser, a production teaser for um, Avengers Infinity War came out where it was... Like Marvel Studios. Yeah, from Marvel Studios. Jenny uh, wrote it up for geekgirlauthority.com. And it was actually, to me, kind of exciting. It, it, It had... It was very dramatic. Brian brought up the point. This the is music, so dramatic. The music was very dramatic. The music like, it was like they were inventing a flying car. Well, it was, it was because yeah. they were, I think the music was like, hey, everybody get pumped up while we don't give you a ton of information about what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're going to give you feelings, but no but information. But what did they give us? But they did give us some excitement. Which is well, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. They're confirming. And, and, yeah. and they which had, we sort of knew already. But uh-huh. they had a little mini interview with um, Robert Downey Jr., Tom Holland, who is the new Spider-Man. And who's like, who's so, so delightfully like, oh, young and British. Yeah, and Chris Pratt. And the three of them are talking, like like Jenny said, you know, when they're talking to the three of them, you can see Tom Holland looking at Chris Pratt and then RDJ, and he's probably thinking, holy shit, yeah. how am yeah. I here? Well, this has go, been a good year. You should go to Geek Girl Authority and, and watch this um, this little mini Yeah. It's a production trailer. Feature, right? yeah. But it's it's, yeah. it's uh, pretty great because you see a little bit of the set. You see the actors. And see some drawings. I love the concept art. Yeah. yeah. The, I'm that such a sucker for concept art. And say art. what the, the, the concept art I loved. Well, it had, had Rocket Raccoon and it had and Thor. And Thor kind of fighting. In battle. I mean, the oh, smallest of the team and the largest of the team. Yeah. I guess not including Hulk, but he's as, almost as big as Hulk, like next to each other fighting. And it was just like such an awesome piece yeah. of art. And then they would, and then they started building up, um, explaining what had happened over, you know. That the, was the part I really liked yeah. the most. was like talking about the arc that they've gone exactly. through since 2008 and the first Iron Man movie and like how much work they've put into getting to this point. That was the part that got me really excited. Me too, because I was like, okay, this is, um, me too, Jenny. I thought this was cheesy. This was cheesy. But then when they started talking about the arc and then this is where we left you. In Civil War, I was like, oh, my God, you're right. The team is going to have to get back together to battle Thanos, you know? Yeah. Right. When they, yeah. 
Did you have any thoughts? Charles? No, hell no. No, oh, I haven't seen it. God. I haven't watched it. Oh, I, I avoid. I thought you read my email. I read the email, but Maybe. I don't watch trailers. You don't watch any at all. No, yeah. even in even in the theater. But I, not it, even the oh, first. Really? Not even the first release no. of a trailer to get excited. Hell no. Do you just close your ears and go like la la la? I do. do Our <laughs> mutual friend and Geek Girl Authority <laughs> contributor and former, I believe, I really former do. guest on this podcast, uh, Matt Matt Young. Yes. Oh no, he hasn't been on yet. He but we'll. But we will have. He will one. soon be on. No, he won't. Not, not a fact. That guy. I'm barring him. Oh, great. We will take wow. that up at a separate time. <laughs> Didn't know you had that authority. Jenny Black has barred you. How dare he? And we got to the uh, this season on the Expanse, right? And it was their little oh yeah, that's right. Down of of you know stuff from the season, and he's like, no, no, no. It's like he was like, no, I don't yeah. want any of. Can you turn it off? And yeah. we turn it off. I do do that with series in particular. Next time and, on, yeah. yeah. Oh, we love them. Yeah, we I love skip them. them. We gotta have a coming up. I will not watch I skip it. Them. Yeah. We love a trailer. We love a coming up, and we love a trailer. Yeah. yeah, I love the notion of a trailer. Oftentimes, that's the part I enjoy the most about a movie. Is like the 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 coming coming soon's. Those are exciting because you never know what you don't know what's coming soon, and then you yeah. see it. But I, uh, if it looks like something I want to see, you look down. I and plug honestly your ears. will plug my ears, and Fair I enough. I will match the the key of whatever the music is in my head so that it doesn't bother anyone else now, around me. Fair enough, but I didn't hear the rest of it. Yeah, okay. Now that's I hear the rest of it, I think yeah, so okay. at this point, not wrong. does Selena not wrong. take a deep breath and no, say... No, she, she, I think she is of, of, of a mind. Okay, so yeah. she's not embarrassed by you. Oh, I she's definitely embarrassed okay. by you, but not <laughs> specifically in movie theaters. No. Yeah, we have to go to movies and see... We try to the get there. We, we're very excited. We get very excited. I love a trailer. Here's the thing about trailers, though, is if they give you... Yep. If they give you all of the information that you don't want to know, then the movie's probably not worth it. Then you know it's bad. If they give you all three acts in a trailer, they're actually letting me know, don't buy a ticket to that movie. Right, because there's nothing other than these things. Yeah, Yeah, Jenny's absolutely right. So the next piece of news... They really tease you, then it's exciting. Exactly. The next piece of news is, is this whole, you know, everyone always wants to reboot Firefly. And so the the one of the I want to reboot Firefly. The executives <laughs> at Fox um, rebooted. I just want the old cast back. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. well I've got some questions about that. All right. um, so the Good one job. of the at, said that one of the Fox folks said, "Well, maybe we we would consider it if Joss Whedon was involved." And so, of course, the internet goes crazy. I'm right. sure that could have just been an offhand comment, sure. and then the internet went crazy. But is that even a good idea? Hmm. I don't no. know if that. I love Firefly. It's one of my favorite way, shows great, of all time. That that's, is a good question. That's, question. Yeah. that's the question that's never asked in it's these like, sorts of like yeah. excitement of uh, yeah. yeah. You're talking, just because we can, should we? Yeah. Um, just because we that's can. That's a sci-fi question. I, yeah. I actually, I have one mm-hmm. opinion. Go for it. That's that's the crux of science. I think fiction. it's mostly a bad idea. Yeah. To return to something you love later on. Yeah, you can never go home again. Tell J.J. Abrams that. Well, I just mean <laughs> I just mean that oftentimes our imagination about something that we loved, like Ghostbusters or whatever, uh-huh. um, you know, I did Uncle Buck for God's sake. I've been down this road. I can tell you, it's a tough thing to defeat in yeah. the audience. Right. Uh, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, but but I actually think in the it's case by case, and I think in the case of Firefly, if it were Joss Whedon. And it were that cast, everyone from that cast, obviously, except Ron Glass. But and, and, and Wash. And Wash, because oh. he gets killed. Dead. You're right. 
Mm, unless we went back and did earlier. Yeah, if you did oh, yeah, like if a you prequel, did I would between. find a way to make it so that... that if you that did pre-Serenity... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre-Serenity... Yeah. Yeah, but, but Tunic is, uh, I mean, is is kind of busy in Star Wars canon right now. And, well, yeah, and yeah, but he, I mean, he's... But I, he's, I, I guess yeah. I, I, I don't have all That's the things and outs figured out. But I would just say, this is one of those cases where I think the cast is so tremendous and the chemistry is so tremendous that I actually think it might work. I don't always think that's the case. Right. I actually think it could. If they I got, agree. It, I think yeah. the cast would need to be involved, and also I would need to be on it. Oh. I think I would need to be on it, too. You are but, really setting a high bar. I'm just saying. But you're being very honest. I'm just saying that's, <laughs> what, that's you know, how I think it will succeed. I, 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 and, you know, I'm sure I that... I couldn't agree more. Joss Whedon has had many awakening hour thinking, how would I do this 15 years later with the actors aging and stuff like that? Because you'd really have to be... The only way it would be work is if you... if. The characters that we love weren't trying to be something that they're not. It would really have to be fifteen. I totally years agree. In, so in the I future, guess Wash would have to. Be. He'd be dead. Or you know, flashbacks. Well, he'd be older though. It hurts. He'd be older <laughs> he though. That'd be a problem. That's why I was so. That's why I was so mad when Serenity came out. I was so excited because I'm such a huge Firefly fan. Truly. And uh, and when he died, I was like, God. Like yeah. that to me was like that's it. I, oh, did, well, you know, I, I did feel that way, but I also thought it was brave. It was brilliant. it was it brilliant. Was it is beautiful. Everybody doing that. To well, you know, it's, yeah, it's like it's it's kind of beautiful and sad and, and amazing. And in terms of storytelling, it's, it's, it's yeah, like it's, yeah, it's yeah. because uh, but like it just meant that there is no future for the franchise. That is yeah, that's what it felt like to me. This too. is you know? a button. Right. They were running a stake through the franchise. This is a button because uh, when when Shepard Book died, it was just like you were so sad. But you accepted it. You yeah. Know, for some reason, that made sense. Yep. But after Leaf on the Wind and everything, yep. that Because you thought, okay, that's the one we're going to lose. Right, right. And so when Wash got impaled, yeah. goddamn so Reavers. It was awful. Um, it, I mean, I just remember this weird, because we, it was, it was our, one of our first times we ever went to the Arclight in Hollywood, Brian. We just moved here. We had just moved here. And um, just this weird energy vacuum that happened in a theater when Wash died. As at the like, premiere of the movie. Yeah. And it was, it, it was a very yeah. odd experience. Because no one had been doing that. And, and also... Did you know... I, no, no, we're you, all used to our main characters being killed off now. Because of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. 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 Josh, so um, you've worked with Alan Tudyk on Conan in the series. Yeah. Did you know him at that time? No, no. I, okay, I, I only one, knew Nathan. You knew Nathan. So, yeah. Yeah. so Nathan knew what was happening. So I guess, I mean, his... It must have been so hard for him not to give away any secrets. And when I watched it, uh, only knowing Nathan, like having met Alan a couple times but not knowing him, I honestly thought like he was killed because Alan was like, if this continues on, I don't want to be involved. Uh But that was not the case. I know in retrospect, it it was like just as much of a bummer. So he read the script and was was like, like, what the fuck? (laughs) Pardon my French. No, this is booze and pacers. So here's the thing, though. I wonder if, um, I mean, like, you look at Morena, is Baccarin, is that how you pronounce uh, her yeah. last name? So, you know, Homeland, Gotham, Deadpool. I mean, she's been working a lot. Yeah. Nathan Fillion works she's a, fantastic. a lot. They Gina, kind of Gina Torres works a lot. Um, uh, Baldwin is in The Last Ship. You know, Kaylee works. Uh, Kaylee, Jewel State, sorry. Um, so I wonder how it would just be a big <laughs> undertaking to get the schedule. I don't it would be hard. But if they I want, think they'd love to do it. But they would love. There is there is yeah. some love there. That's what I'm saying. I, I if think the, the people would make the effort. Want it, I think at the end of the day, it's if the actors want it, it will happen. Why not do it? 
Do Why it. not? Give it, give it a Pay shot. Hey, the internet, do it. You guys, I may be saying a lot of shit to be devil's advocate, but I will be the first in line to buy a ticket. Oh, me, too. Oh, me too. Oh, my God. To watch, Honestly, I think, I, I think the cast would also be first in yeah. line to buy a ticket. Yeah. Because they, I, I know some of them quite yeah. well now. Yeah. They really genuinely, and they're all still great friends. Yeah. They hang out all the time. And I, I will say, really like, comes through. You feel, yeah, you like, you feel how special yeah. it is. And, and I'm a, a fan of sci-fi and I, and I watch it and I love it. And it is truly, Firefly is truly my favorite. It is. It is my favorite. And it is one of the space, best space operas well, out there. Space operas. Let's do it. You know, so let's get let's into space operas thing. because uh, Farscape is by far one of the best. Now, what I'm going to do before we get into space operas is I'm going to try to do it quickly this time because I think I spent 20 minutes on the last episode is reading what our, viewer, our viewers, because we're on a TV show, our listeners sent in for what their best space operas are. Now, these might be on some of your lists, guys, but that Fair doesn't enough. mean you can't... I'm still nope. going to talk about Don't want to hear yes. them. I'm yeah. taking every one of them from this. You're being Matt Young. <laughs> By the way, here's Matt Young's suggestions. Okay. Oh, really? Awesome. So Matt Young said BSG, yes. The Expanse, Firefly, and Star Trek Original Series. Uh, my friend, uh, uh, a friend of ours uh, from, God, 25 years ago, Brian, Kevin Dong, oh. he, he said Pigs in Space from The Muppets. Great. Pigs in Space! Oh, that's kind of space amazing. It's, it that's literally kind of, is a space opera. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, in space. In, he's in your nation. Yes, yes, his wife is from your nation. He's he seems like a nation. good guy. Of Canada. Canada. Here's Canada. a great story about Kevin Dong. His brother's name is Clinton Dong. And Aww. Clinton Dong was on David Letterman because David Letterman had discovered that there was someone in the world during the <laughs> And he wanted to come and have show him his license. So great. Yeah, Dong. exactly. That's um, Deborah Akala um, said Barbarella. The Expanse, uh-huh. and this one, I love. Flash Gordon. Sure, oh, that's yeah. like... Flash that Gordon, and of course, opera. Star Wars. What's interesting is I only had a couple people mention Star Wars because I think that's just like, oh, yeah, Star Wars. That's assumed it's as like, number yeah. one. Yeah, it's yeah. Star Wars. Um, so, um, at queer underscore Trek, queer Trek, uh, said Babylon 5 and Battlestar Galactica. Yes. So, and... Um, at underscore Daft Vamp, one of our contributors for Geek Girl Authority, says, I can't help it. My answer is far too obvious, but Star Wars. And then she sent me the opening theme in case I wanted to listen to it. <laughs> <Thank> you, <Aaron. laughs> you hadn't ever heard that song Thank before. you, Aaron. Um, at ZP International, uh, which is Todd, Brian and I had some drinks with him at Dragon Con. Nice wonderful guy. Um, and he gave us that Star Trek book. The, oh, oh, great. Well, he was a fan of our show. Going to come in handy later. Yeah, he was later. a fan of our show, and he showed up at a live podcast at Dragon Con with a book of next-gen quotes, oh, and sweet. he's from Kentucky um, and, and bought us uh, bourbon. He brought us bourbon. Oh, well, then he's always wow. welcome. He's always Is welcome. he from a dry county that creates bourbon? Bourbon? Bourbon. bourbon. <laughs> Beef, bourguignon, <laughs> and uh, bourbon. Bay, uh, he Bay said Bay B5. He said Babylon 5, Farscape, uh, were the best in my opinion. Uh, Star Trek DS9 and Enterprise were decent. Fair. Decent. Fair but hurtful. <laughs> oh, ouch. You're hurting at, my heart. At Nerdiant said, uh, oh, she, at Nerdiant, Josh is the one who asked you all the questions in my podcast. Oh, gotcha, yeah. So her reply is Mass Effect. Great, I yeah. buy that. Yeah. It is a very yeah. serious yeah. Uh, space a, opera. She's yeah. a Renee, you met Renee yeah. when, we at, at, when we were at uh, Nerdist. Um, she's fabulous. She's such a video game addict and such a huge nerd. 
um, which makes me love her. Yeah. Uh, Battlestar Galactica, Doctor Who, Firefly, Deep Space Nine, Galaxy Quest. Damn yep. it! Galaxy. No, no, we're no, still we going to talk still, about it. We can still, still do it. it. I'm definitely bringing it up. This um, is just Twitter's idea, but we should. Well, now, you're, Twitter, you're taking all my ideas. <laughs> now, between ZP International and this lady, Atlin Minx, they're our biggest fans. They can have a fight one day. Uh, she said that her husband said Star Wars Death Stalker series, which oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm not familiar with it. You, you are, Brian? I am familiar. Okay, Death Stalker series, The Expanse, Niven's Known Space. That I don't know. Uh, and, and Highline's Future History series. Yes. Which um, I had Highline down for forever. For, no, that's Halderman. Excuse me. I take that back. So, Scratch that. Um, but she said, for me, that was her husband. For me, Star Trek, Starship Troopers, Ender's Game, Galaxy Quest, Dune, Andromeda. Gosh, oh Firefly, God. Fifth Listen Element, Stargate. No fair. Yeah, no fair. Okay. Just but, looks like we have, don't have our own ideas. Oh. Thanks, Twitter. Thanks, Twitter. But we have to give <laughs> props to the fans. We sure do. All right. Well, we? you know what? I'm going to hit... Oh, wait. Let's talk about Wikipedia's definition. Yeah, this oh. is important because almost all of mine are going to start with, I don't know if this counts as one, oh. but... Well, I, I think there's that a little there's, there's a fine line. It's really subjective. It, I, I agree, I like Jenny. It is. I agree, Jenny. Uh, okay. I, I have an idea of what We're I think it is, but... We're all under attack from Dire yeah. <laughs> From Dire Wolves. Space opera is a subgenre of science fiction that often emphasizes romantic, often melodramatic adventures set mainly or entirely in outer space, usually involving conflict between opponents possessing advanced abilities, weapons, and other technology. The term has no relation to music, but is instead a play on the term soap opera. That's from Wikipedia. And Which, sorry, now, that scout is I didn't realize that. I will say yeah. to me... But that's one person's opera, view. Yeah. To me, space opera is more... Related to, I think the melodrama is a good thing to hook on to, but I think, to me, space opera is more related to relationship and less related to, like, say, I don't know how I would define it, like, mission, right? right? Like, so... Soap opera. So, space, space opera, to me, is more character-based, more more relationship-based, and sci-fi is more concept... Conflict. Technology. Conflict, mission, plot-based. Yeah. Do you think um, if you were to separate... Brian's um, making a face. Well, actually, Josh, what did you think before I ask my question? Uh, no, the, I, I, she, I agree with that. The face uh, that I, Brian I didn't making. know it ahead of time. I had time. a small stroke. I'm oh, sorry. no, I'm sorry. A petite <laughs> mall? No, about what you were saying. A petite mall stroke. Yeah. Okay, let's... I'm better now. Let's no, tell him. Stay tell on us. target. Stay on target. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I actually like the Wikipedia description. Mm-hmm. I think I think the the part where we get off base is where we start to say, oh, it's sort of related to um, soap operas because I think that I think so too. Feeling of yeah, like cheesy manipulation. Sure, yeah. exactly. sure. That's not that wasn't my but, my no. intention. But but space opera wrote tends this. to be large, big, sweeping, sweeping, epic, and have characters involved in epic. Yes. Uh, Events. <laughs> you can hear Scout breathing Scout so hard. Because I've given a real good, a real good pet. Friendship. There is a lot of there. There, you know, we, we might talk about. Other he might jump parts, up with our guys. Hard Sorry. science fiction, you know, which is, you know, uh, hard science fiction. They might talk about it's more nuts and bolts science fiction. Well, Brian uh, Neil Stevenson. Or, well, then that's a good thing that you bring up, Brian. Do you think, like Neil Stevenson, do you think more tech-based science fiction does not? They're not space opera, or Sometimes. are they space opera? So, I think they they will. Or no, real I, science I think it's based. About emphasis. I think okay. the emphasis I in space opera is on people, right? 
and on and on. Like Jenny said, like relationships and characters. You know, yeah. It's like Shakespeare in space. It's it's big sweeping people. People caught up in a critical moment. It's why we watch any dramatic thing. Right. Because we, we want to be there when something exciting happens to somebody else so we can observe it. And and in, sometimes in more hard science fiction, it isn't that big sweeping things aren't happening, but we, our emphasis tends to be on the science around. It's, it leans on the science part of science right. fiction. That's the only thing. Then I agree with you. Does space opera have to mean grand and epic? I think it no. generally does. I think it generally does, but... I, I disagree just because I think that that is conflating. I Like, if the, the term comes from soap opera, I think that people are attaching grand epic sweeping because uh, certainly that's what how I previously defined a space opera because I didn't realize that it actually comes from soap opera. Because all we think is Star Wars. Well, I think of yeah. the opera. opera. I think of yeah. Exactly. For me, I think exactly. the grand epicness can come from an emotional place and not necessarily like a universal place. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, like I don't think it needs to be like a huge. Right. When I when I hear epic, I think of like. Um, yeah, I just think we. I think we think of multiple locations. I think we think sure. of battling I a broad we, experience. We think of you know, well. Let's. I'm. I'm going to actually interrupt. Battling um, um, houses or yeah. You know, you, but Brian, I'm going to. I'm going to interrupt everybody just because we're getting to this long conversation yes. about it when we can actually be talking about the space <laughs> opera. The examples. And, uh, yeah, exactly. So, uh, Dean, we're starting with you, Mr. Okay. Josh Dean. What's your first Fifth element? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's no. no, it was my one. It was Good number one on my list. What do you like I, I, about it? I love that. Why do you love that? Uh, I, uh, first of all, uh, visually, it's because astonishing. Because uh, No, actually, Ruby Rod, I never quite liked. Oh, I love it. But I did Ruby. always love that uh, every other character in the whole movie was a model. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I love the speaking of opera, the opera singer. Exactly, there's literally opera. There's yeah. literally opera. Uh, uh, Fla- Flava Laguna, Flava Laguna. Yeah, nerd points. Yeah, nerd. I'm points. William Shatner, nerd. Nerd with a three. Uh, it's so nerdy to put nerd at, with a three. Great. It that is. is so. He is hoist on his own petard. On our last, on our last. Um, Josh, oh, hoist on your own petard. Josh, on our last episode, he had called someone else nerd, and, and so but he had done nerd with a three. But he had said nerds plural, and so the S was a Z. Uh, so, that's double nerd. He's twice as nerdy. Exactly. Okay. Fifth element. Fifth element. Um, uh, it has uh, this insane. Uh, well, first of all, it's a world unlike anything anyone had pictured oh to that God. point. Uh, I I feel like it in so, somehow it influenced like the Star Wars Phantom Menace, and it's, it, it influenced things we saw after it. Yep. Uh, it, things that that preexisted it in some ways, but then it still influ- it managed to shift it. This is uh, this is a great point. I will. I first of all, I agree with you. I think it totally is space opera because it's somewhat arch, mm-hmm. it's somewhat large, and and it isn't just because of art and design. Because you could say something like Blade Runner, rich in art and design, sure, unbelievably detailed and beautiful in its own way. Not space opera. No, because it's not emotional. It's, in, not, in, it's not emotional right. enough, and it's, it's a different. Bless you. Thank you. It, 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 it's, it's different, and in, in, it's a different kind of emotion. There's sort of big. There's a, there's an existential there's threat. A, the, there is an existential threat. Yeah. Existential threat. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's and it's, it's put, what the man is versus yeah. to yeah. me in a lot of ways. You yeah. Know? I like what's interesting that. on the production side of it, they put a lot of that art direction in the hands of Jean Paul Gaultier, right. who did all the costumes and everything. And it, I mean, you really watch the movie and you realize how in sync everybody was between the the director, the art director, and the costume right. designer, and all that kind of stuff. And then 
at the base of it is a good story. Right. I think it's an amazing story. Come up at, uh, anywhere in your movie. Mm-hmm. Let's say where you're at. Yeah. <laughs> the third moon of Saturn. Sure, yeah, yeah. The you know, uh, four, whatever it is, you know, then you're in a space opera. Yeah, I, yeah that's yeah. a very fair you're point. You're in a space opera. You move no. around. You're, you're zipping. I mean, the, the row one, yep. I think in the first act, it probably has about five <laughs> yeah. It does. That's very true. Yeah. And Fifth Element gave us... Multipass. 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 Multi-pass. Oh. And so many Lilu cosplayers. Are they going to come back and ruin that now, too? They I better not. No, because he's, he's done another sci fi yeah. that's coming out. Oh, right. But it's a very, it's for sure a space opera. It will be, but it's not within the world. So that's it's its delight. own whole thing. That's yeah. I'm very curious to see. It seems a lot darker. But. Jenny Flack. Uh, okay, well, let's talk about Galaxy Quest. Because... Yes, agreed. So why? That's so funny. That was oh, not on course. my list. And it, it wasn't? Is, I say uh, that was so funny because it was categories. funny. So it's, yeah. it's three amigos in space. Yes. Totally. Totally. Which is why I love it so yeah. much. <laughs> Very lovely. Oh my god, I love that movie so yeah. much. I love movies. it. I love. I love that movie on so many levels. I I love it. I love it. I love it. But, but um, what makes it space opera to you? Well, but this is interesting because I feel like I feel like this thing of like there is an existential threat, right? There is there is like a threat to a civilization. Um, they, they it's like go, a meta space opera. Yeah, it is, it is very meta. It is like, it, but but it's also like, uh, it's all about um, interaction and 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 emotion and you know, there's that there's a whole accepting culture your of, place in the universe. Uh, and yeah, being okay and a with whole it. culture yeah. of people who 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 doesn't understand what lies are, and, which is heartbreaking. Right, it's so heartbreaking. when you realize well, that that's what. The, got that race and that trouble. Yeah, it just fucking breaks her. Yeah, awful. Maybe, I wish we had a whiteboard here to list these things because I think Chirons. Yeah, certainly Chirons are there, and uh, bigness and everything. Yeah. Also, world a lot of world building. Yeah. 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 Not so much world building in in smaller like something like. Blade Runner. Aliens. Or, or Aliens. A- Aliens doesn't count as a space opera to no, me. No, not at all. Me neither. And, and then something like even, um, and again, this might be on the, uh, um, something like, uh, what was it, the Schwarzenegger film on Mars? I can't Total, Total Recall. Recall. Total, Total Recall. Recall. Not, these are like short stories, like all of those things. You know, but 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 Galaxy Quest, because it has, you know, lots of uh, warring factions yep. and things like but that. But what, what it also has, I think, qualifies, which I hadn't thought of till just now, is what you're saying about when they find out there's a culture that doesn't have lies. It's about these pe- these downtrodden people that get to rise above, like that race, but also the fans, the right. nerd yeah, fans yeah. who end up saving the day. Yeah. Well, and in you this, know, and in this particular case, you get you get every archetype, but you also get sort of like uh like the meta sort of comment yeah. on every archetype. You know that whole thing with Sigourney Weaver, where she's like, I have one job on this ship. Yes. You know, like yeah, she's. So Jenny, we gotta like we've talked about this with Claudia because uh, Claudia's five ten. Jenny and I are six feet tall. Where we have to do a trio of of Gwen DeMarco at a con sometime. I mean, we would take people that it would part. Yeah, people would sure, part yeah. ways. The world would, the world would break. Uh, that would that would snap. Brian Bradley, uh, give yeah. me a space opera. Well, I'm gonna just uh, go with what I always go with because I think you know the pro. Yeah, you know, prototypical space opera is something like Dune. You know, yeah, Dune is a space opera. Dune for is sure. a space opera. Yeah. Dune has it all. You know, Dune has big time world building. 
It has warring Shakespearean factions mm-hmm. that are, you know, as as kind of courtly intrigue. Yep. It has large battles. It has a, a messianic character that you know that has you know fulfilled a prophecy. The Quisatz Hatteras. It has all mm-hmm. of the. That's like space opera. It is. And to me, it's like, the can opera we, side. Wait, of it. can it's we the say opera, that? Like opera side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can we say that space opera is uh, mythical in quality in some way? I like, think, is, I think we. Can I feel like that is the thing that keeps bringing fair. me back to it. That's, I'm, that's, scared, I'm scared of what Twitter will say. But I, I don't want to get too I much into it because I want to get back to the shows. But I actually was, when I was coming up with my shows, Jenny, I was thinking about that too because there are shows like, say, and I'm sorry if one of you guys took this show, The Expanse, where I'm like, is that space opera? Because it's yes. so real science-based. Right. But, it, but it's grand. It yeah. is right. super Huge. grand. Anyway, Dune, I totes agree. And now you're talking... About the book, the rather book than any of the films. The eight, well, yeah. I don't think it's or a miniseries version. It has never gone. It of, frustrates uh, me. Uh, although I'm not the totally film or the miniseries, they weren't able to tap on what Dune is about, and that's a testament to Frank Herbert, the writer, because he really wrote a complex thing. And maybe it's so like complex. it. Maybe it's like Game of Thrones, where the only way to do it right is in a series. It's a series. I, I mean, honestly, I think yeah. that it really is. I think that's the next well, thing. Well, sci-fi tried it. They had two yeah. series. Yeah. They had, uh, they well, had Josh, the Dune th- series and Children of Dune. And, you know, but I, I agree. I wonder if, like, a new approach, a big-budget HBO approach that really dug into, yeah. you know, the Game of Thrones nature... That Dune really has, yeah. Um, and uh, w- w- but unfortunately, we're not going to be getting that because Dennis Villeneuve is doing a new Dune movie. Right. Yeah. But that's so. been in the. But it's been at Villeneuve. But it's yeah. been in the works for. That's been in the works. I mean, I can't. Well, no, I, I, I mean, it's 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 going forward now. It's so all over. It's, the amount yeah. the amount of uh, ho- like I don't go to a lot of Hollywood parties, but at ever at all yeah, six do. that I've ever been to in my life, <laughs> there's been someone introduced as he's writing the new adaptation of Dune for Paramount or for this guy or for that. Like we it's just like up, it's been around. Yeah. Well, it's one of the more yeah. difficult. I can't imagine how you. A couple, uh, you know, that actually might be a great topic because a couple shows ago, somebody brought up how hard it would be to do, when we had T.J. Scott, who's a director from yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Gotham. He was on our show a Among couple weeks ago. Other things, yeah, so. um, yeah. Oh God, I couldn't even listen. But he was just like, um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Yeah. Oh, like, like, how can anyone ever do Sandman? I want right. to see Sandman. Unadapt- unadaptable. But, yeah, concept. but yeah. At every it's like you said at every party, someone said oh, we're doing Saga. Yeah. Sandman. You know. Yeah. All right, um, I'm going to go next, and I have to get this one out Full of the way. Uh, this is for you at Lynn Minx and, and, and ZP International because you guys, everyone expects me on this show to say something about Farscape, so I have to get that out of the way. Farscape is a brilliant yeah. space opera. Huge. Um, and, and what's great about it, you and know, with puppets and with puppets with a, with a sentient ship, yeah, you know, that's right. yeah. Uh, called a Levi- Leviathan. And, and, and the great thing about Farscape, it has love, deception, aliens. It's grand. It's bright. It's colorful. It's good against evil. There's alliances made and then they're broken. And, you know, at the heart of it is love. And I love it. One of the things I love about it is it takes place in the present and it just happens to be a, 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 a a human flung through a wormhole right, into right. a place where, you, you know. You said another thing we could add to the whiteboard yes. of, of uh, space opera things, which is a new bullet point, there's got to be great love in it. Yeah. yeah. There's always yes. some, like you talked about, Fifth Element, Dune, 
you know, uh, I think even in even in Galaxy Quest. There's, there's um, oh, well, there's course. yeah there's there's yeah. multiple there's a couple of there are a couple of yeah. stories it, it, it's it's like it leans in cuz you know science fiction's born uh, pull the glasses up yeah <laughs> literally pushed the broom of his glasses born out of one finger. of my favorite things which is which is the pulps of the pre-war like 1940s pulps and mm-hmm. post-war mm-hmm. men's interest magazine all right uh, now we're talking you know where it's just be a story about dudes fighting a shark with a knife sure but but um Ugh. The, no, you Don't wouldn't you. say you, you like a lot of that because a lot of your pop culture comes from there. But I'm, I'm but I would say that, that <laughs> the original pulps, the original pulps, always had quite a bit of romance in them. Yeah, quite a bit of uh, of. Uh, no, he's a, some woman with a torn off yeah. midriff shirt. Like you need, That's but true. you need like you need that sort of. I mean. For lack of a better word, I don't know if it applies when we go to sci-fi, but humanity, right? Like, is that like? Yeah, I mean, so the I fifth element the, was love. The pull of yeah. of of emotional connection. I, um, but anyway, I've discovered that one of my missions is to get everybody to watch all four seasons of Star Farscape in the miniseries. So you've watched it, Josh? You, I've never seen Farscape. Okay, because you seem to know a little bit about it there, but it is so good. I've just read about it. It is. It, it's brilliant. Okay, um, Brian, you're going to prove your metal as a co-host. Yeah. Right now, oh, because shit. I need to excuse myself to go to the little powder oh, room. Oh, I was just going to pee, too. Okay. Well, both. Ladies pee, boys rule. We're Josh, gonna... what's your next space opera? Wally. Wally! Oh, you go Eve, first. Even Wally. You go first, I'll go second. Locations. Multiple locations. Uh, like uh, someone who is out of their element, having to be a hero. An Large. existential threat. An existential threat. threat. So for me, Wally, I, I mean, I, I wasn't sure if it would qualify. As I, I said before, I wasn't sure what things would. I think it, it I'm not the judge here. I am, well, we're all, we are here. all judge and jury. I, I would say now that, the that internet this, exists. this barely qualifies. I accept. I was trying to go deep cuts. I because think barely I, I also could have said Return of the Jedi, it's but then sweet. what are we talking I about? Like it. I like it. Is it not sweeping enough? It's about literally so. all of humanity surviving? Yes. Yes, you, because it's too centered on on yes, certain characters. Yes. I totally get that. It's I, too I, small. It's a small story. That's but me. I, I, well, let's see what these other people think. It's a small story, I but it you. is emotion based. Oh yes. And and couldn't be more. Emotional. So it's whether we're going by the opera opera notion of it, mm-hmm. or we're going by the soap opera. Even then, it's mul- it should be multiple characters. I totally understand. Okay. It's but also I- about the liberation of the. Uh, uh, Humanity from of the, of the AI people. I would be interested to in see some what Twitter way. thinks. Me too. Wally being a, yeah, a it's interesting opera. because I think it might barely qualify. I agree. I think I think I agree with it's both of you. Actually, I, th- it's I a think. Cusper. I, I get it, it. I get that it qualifies, and I get that it might not. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I get. I, I think get more in the points. third act, and maybe more. It, it yeah, gets, well, I, I, I agree because a lot of space operas are cautionary tales, and God, you can't get it's more a, cautionary tales. Yeah. Yeah. Like humble beginnings to grand. That's true. You know, yeah. results. I'll give like, you that. It's got a lot of things. It starts starts into garbage. You're making a very He's Were you in debate club in high school? I was not. I was not. And I really wish there had been a debate club, but I'm from Canada. That doesn't exist. Because you, <laughs> you guys are nice. Do they have a debate club? Nice. I literally, I have, never, certainly never they saw They have it. agreement club. Look, you guys, yeah. That's a, you're making a great point. And let me explain why. I couldn't club. agree more. And let me counter with. Debate club is a great. All right, I, I no, wish, no, no. I wish I, oh, Jenny, you'll get to? All right, Jenny, next thing. No, no. I'm going to go. I'm on task. 
We went. I love that. We went two hours with our last podcast, and I had to edit. We could go to three. Say, we could do this, we guys. We could do that. Jenny. I'm gonna go with another one of my very favorites because we've already talked about Firefly, so I'm not gonna say Firefly. Well, I think okay. that, and I think also because it's Star there. Wars. Firefly you know? yeah, is there. We, we get it. Firefly is there. Yeah. Star Wars is there. Battlestar Galactica. The, oh, the, oh, fuck yeah. The new. Battlestar. Scout fart. New and old. New and old. I am, I am. Really bad scout fart coming your way. I'm admittedly Look less. Look waft it. Versed in the <laughs> old waft. than the new. I'm very versed in the new and not so versed in the old. Fair yes. Um, it's only one season. Uh, but it, uh, it is so, I mean, if you want to talk about sweeping and, and romantic. And, and, reli- and religious. And, the, and religious and the biggest existential threat, like the truest yes. threat to humanity. Well, the, if, if Battlestar Galactica, the, the new new one doesn't uh, qualify, I mean, nothing. then nothing yeah. does. Yeah. I mean, just nothing. the fact oh, that there is this it's, threat it's, and you don't know who it is, you don't know when it'll show up. And it and is like, not the, both the op. Opera. It's got both. Operatic yes. and the kind of soap opera. Oh, so intriguing. It did get, it did, for me, for my taste, it got a little too soapy sometimes. But, oh, really? Oh, yeah. The, well, like I, in the I second season, it got real soapy, soapy. But, but, there, but that's good soap, though. Yeah. It's oh, on a spaceship. I, I mean, trust me. Trust me. Yeah. I am I'm in. I happen to know you're in. I am I'm fully in. I don't in think there's any question that you're in. For the BSG. I'm going to do something um, that I wish had become... A space opera, like, like um, it was. It was released in the wrong time, um, as I think Firefly was. If right. Firefly had been released oh, man. when Cable was more popular. Well, and Firefly it, was released in the, lo- the wrong order, too. Yeah. Oh, it was. But, you know, I came to Firefly through Binge, so I got to see them all in the, oh, the order, which was great. Well, there was a show in the mid-'90s when it was still the big four networks and there wasn't a lot of cable shows, and if this show had gotten a second, third, fourth season, it really could have gone places, and it's the show called Space Above and Beyond. Oh, my God. I've never even heard of that show. Oh, my God. You can catch the first season, Josh, and I really—thank you. Josh, I really think you'd like it. And it's, you know, it's got all—it's got the threat. It's got the love. So, basically, not too far in in the future, and it's Marines in Space— it's Marines in space, and um, Earth has just come off of a AI war where um, they we battle this artificial intelligence. intelligence. And then all of a sudden, we realize there's aliens, and aliens were attacking. So we're in the middle of a war, and it's about a bunch of cadets, you know, kind of like the beginning of Starship Troopers, sure. where it's new Marines, but not with the camp of Starship Troopers, which is not in the book, by the way, of Starship Troopers. But space above and beyond. Um, it's on a marine ship in space and they're all pilots and they're all fighting this unknown alien. And it is absolutely, there's an actor named James Morrison who was also in, um, what's the uh, Coen Brothers movie? Um, Clooney and John Turturro. And, oh, Brother, where art thou? Okay, so yeah. the, the bad guy in that, who wore the sunglasses, who was after Oh, yeah, sure, hunting. sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. His, yeah that's yeah. James Morrison. He's also in this. And, and this is the best role he's ever done, and I wish I, to see him do more would have been great. And they, they, they um, so they're fighting this alien, which they don't see that much, and there's even an episode where... Um, World War Two, uh, or is it World War One? The, the 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 famous German pilot who is the Red Baron. Okay, so there's a, there's a Red Baron episode oh, no. where where Josh it's called, has all the answers. It, it, it's, to all called these Rain, it's called Ring. It's called 
ring of fire where their Red Baron finally faces off with an alien Red Baron and Johnny Cash's ring of Johnny Cash's ring of fire is playing the whole time. You know, my mission, I'm getting you all to watch Farscape, but if you could watch that one season of Space Above and Beyond, I'd love to see that come back. They would have to do a complete reboot because that was um, early 90s because we had just graduated college and and everything. And it was canceled. You know, it was only, the world wasn't ready for that yet. And it was so very good. Okay. So what we're going to do now is we're going to name shows and you only have uh, like 20 seconds to follow up. Well, I'm after having passed over the. Experience. Okay, so go ahead. Go, 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 go. I'll give you more than twenty seconds. Sci-fi. It is probably the the best space opera, current, modern, contemporary space opera that's going on. It takes place in our solar system and deals with the politics between Earth, Mars, and the belt, which has been populated. Uh, and, uh, and and has every everything you could want: love, drama, warring factions, big important existential problems, an alien threat. It's uh, it's got everything in it, and it's somewhat hard science fiction as well as it really deals with the realities of 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 how we would actually live in space and uh, and and move through space. So it's it's highly recommend. Go find it. You can find it on iTunes. And also for 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 any uh, and on Sci-Fi. Point. That's a good point. Two. For any readers out there, the book series is ab- the book series is absolutely amazing. Is amazing. I'll read Josh. The book. Uh, all right, now hear me out. Yes. Okay. yes. Mrs. Doubtfire. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> outrageous. Uh, no, no, actually, uh, um, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, is, gosh, is, yes. Uh, that series of uh, books uh, since sixth grade, I, I yeah. read it every summer, the whole series every summer. Uh, I think that it has, uh, it has, it's got more heart than almost any science fiction thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, it's great comedy. Great, amazing comedy, and also a lot of, very uh, much broader philosophical explorations. I mean, he manages to make the paying of a bill at a bistro uh, a scientific uh, process, in, and you, you, so it ties everything in. I had a Douglas Adams is amazing. Uh-huh. I got with my text-based um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy the, uh, one of video the, game. One of the original. My Apple IIe. Awesome. Yeah, one and, of the originals. Uh, one of the OGs, and uh, I love it. I mm-hmm. So long, and thanks for the fish. Yep, that's right. Jenny. For all the fish. I'm going to go with Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Yes. That's, that's interesting. Well, here's why. Yeah. Because I think I think the spat, the, the, the spact? I, sure. I get you. I, get you. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know it. what you mean, but I, I just got it. The you. fact no. that they are We're a space you. station. Word, it means special <laughs> fact. We're in the Trump area. Special fact is a word. That they are, well, they're a station, and, like, I feel, I, just the fact that everything is sort of coming to them, um, I don't know, I just feel like there's a lot of sweeping, there's, there's yeah. warring factions, there's love, there's... Religion again. There's religion, there's yeah. a lot of religion, actually, yeah. and, uh, you know, there's Odo, who sleeps in a bucket... Yeah, come on, man. Yeah. And then he ends go. up getting married to a Bajoran. Oh, no, man. Come on. I think every every Star Trek show is space opera. I I, I think so. I think so. But uh, I don't know. I think Deep Space Nine some, somehow like makes underappreciated. It is. It is. It's and it's one of my favorites. I I I, 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 I agree. formative at a formative time. It you guys, uh, for my next one, I'm going to bring up a book. Um, just because I just read it. Boring. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Shatter. Nerd with a three and a Z and a dollar sign. This is actually a young adult series I just read, but it's so fun. Super nerd. Okay, Brian, you don't have to go that close to the microphone because now I'm going to go up in editing. I'm going to have to... God damn it. Um, There's this trilogy called Red Rising. That's It's like Hunger Games where it's a YA book, but it really tackles some adult shit. And it's, it's say, it's a couple hundred years in our future, and it the, the world has become very Greek, like Greek tragedy and yeah. drama. So in yes. Red Rising, so there's... Um, it, there's this caste system that has evolved, and because of scientific surgical enhancement, the, the people in power have made everybody look different. The caste look different. Gold, silver, violet. Oh, cool. All the That's way down, cool. the lowest is red. So people, they actually have red hair, red eyes, and the gold people are like six, five, gorgeous, blonde, blue eyes. Yeah, they're eyed, the tallest. Strong. Because the they're the best. You would be the part of the gold, for sure. For sure. But Just I, saying. to be honest, you kind of are. Hey, you guys are pretty golden. Yeah, That's guys, why we invited. But John. listen yeah. to this. Just, just give me this. It we opens. It. You know, the 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 summary is that there. And it's got cool terms like hell diver. And the howlers. Those are like Iron Maidens. I know, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So there's <laughs> these. <laughs> there's people working in the caves of Mars to mine a certain. Uh, okay, and um, <laughs> they're part of the red cast, which is the lowest cast. And they actually they they get videos every night that tell them you are making it possible for humans to come to Mars, oh. and your work will not be forgotten. Mm-hmm. And the truth is. Mars is already populated. They're using them as slave labor, and they're motivating them by saying that in wow. the future people will come. And so there is a, re- a rebellion where people find out about it. There's like a cell, oh, this and is this opera. yeah, and this one guy named Darrow gets involved. His wife was just killed for singing a forbidden song, and yeah, and so he goes to, right to a me. violet who they John do a lot of surgical one. things. Yep. Uh, this guy named Mickey yeah. who surgically alters him. And makes his bones grow. It's very painful to become a gold, uh-huh. right? So he infiltrates the gold yes. and goes to this place called the Institute, Spoilers. where the gold. No, no, this isn't. This is all. You this is the forward. Yeah, this you could read this. Yeah, <laughs> to, the greatest forward of all time. <laughs> to um, infiltrate their war system, and they have different houses, and basically. The three books are are about this downtrodden people. Oh, that sounds really rising cool. up. And I wish I could fart your pace, Scout. It's like no, no, just really dash. going going to town on the old Dongaruni. Oh, okay. oh he's Scout. just licking it out. And he's talking you, about you Brian. Just describe nerd candy, where it's like there's houses, there's different kind of people. Yeah. Yep. A whole bunch of shit you're going to have to memorize. Uh, a painful surgery. <laughs> so many names there's you can't glossary. even remember. Don't kid yourself. There's a glossary. Yeah, there, no, there's, there's a map at the start that's, that's really good. fantasy. Good. If there's a glossary at the end, that's yes. sci-fi. That's it. it sounds yeah. closer. Yeah. It sounds a little like uh, the island. Yeah, um, a little bit. A little bit. I mean, it's uh, I don't know. It's it's a book that kept me up at night, and I haven't had one like this in a while oh, because yeah. I I didn't want to stop reading. I wanted to see what That's was awesome. going to happen yeah. next time. So I can't uh, recognize, uh, recognize, I can recognize. What's it called? Uh, Red, Rising. Red Rising. Red Rising. And Golden Sun, and I forget uh, the other one. Okay, so now we're down to honorable mentions. So we're just going to oh. do quick mentions of anything we have left. And if you don't oh, have anything no. left, Please that's fine. Josh, do you have any left? Uh, 
the Star Wars Christmas special. No, I don't have any. That <laughs> is oh, I, I, I don't have shame. Any. Just Jenny, you have any left? Oh wait, no, I do. The uh, plague of Wookiedom. I want to say. Yeah, I want to just want to say. I uh, give a shout out to the Stargates. Oh, yeah. which I, I which I Agreed. was not a, a big watcher of, but uh, my friend, yes, he was. My friend was a major uh, creator of that. Of oh, oh yeah, we love Stargate. Yeah, Stargate. It's, it's great, stuff. and um, you know, you talk about a show that had ten seasons, and then yeah. the spinoff Stargate Atlantis. The most syndicated show of all time. Exactly, and and um, one of the things I wish would have lasted longer is is their very last spinoff, Stargate Universe, yeah. which was actually more epic than than. Um, thank you, Josh. SG, you're absolutely right. Uh, which, which was more epic than SG One and SGA and stuff like that. Uh, but it just didn't find. Um, you know why? Because it was so much darker than the other two series. I think that's why. But Stargate is a yeah. great Super universe. Props to Martin Garrett. Totally great. Yeah. Uh, Jenny, you have any honorable mentions? I feel like everything I would have mentioned has been mentioned. Brian? Well, we sort of mentioned this, but you have to we have to give a shout out to uh, Babylon uh, Babylon. Oh, yes, the absolutely. Most reggae of all the space operas. Babylon 5. Babylon. Babylon. <laughs> there were strangely no steel drums in the program. Just not, not, it's really more about syllables than not in the final. But yeah. it's a whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it's multiple you know, races living on a space station, dealing with giant, sweeping, intergalactic, existential things. It's, it's. Uh, I mean, it's just exactly. One of the reasons it succeeded, too, is because when it was, um, it was always designed as a five-season right. series. It was a so tight. They, they, it was a tight story the whole time. And Joe what's, Straczynski. Yeah, right. jo- Joseph Michael Straczynski, absolutely. I call him Joe. Yeah, you and, guys are um, on a you guys half are first class. name basis. Yeah. Um, but it, the he interesting thing. <laughs> no one calls you that. I don't let anyone call me you that. You guys are close. Joe Joe. Good, good old Joe. You guys are super tight. Yeah. I. Uh, what's interesting is that it spawned <laughs> a whole bunch of comics oh, and yeah. uh, oh. canon novels and a whole bunch of miniseries and movies. I don't know it at well, all. It's, it's, it's really ner- nerds. Stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a nerd, yeah. nerd show. And as you know, every episode, like you use use the term tight. It's very tight. Um, but I mean, there's some up and down stuff with the acting and stuff like that. There's some but dicey moments. there's some sure. dicey moments. But it's a solid story. There's darkness. There's love. There's um, power struggles. It's 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 a there's time travel. All right, so um, we got to put cap in this. I'm gonna I'm gonna read what was on my list. I'm not gonna talk about them. I had Flash Gordon on my list. Oh yeah. I had um, Star Trek, uh, and then we talked Star Wars, of course. Um, I had Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan because I think that the Wrath alone, of Khan is very that alone is opera. is yeah. a space opera. I had um, you said Stargate. I had that too. Ender's Game. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. You know that oh, series yeah. of book and a series of books by 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 Scalzi called uh, Old Man's War. Right. I think are very. I won't go into that, but that's another. A fire upon the deep by Werner Vinge, and um, anybody else have any honorable mentions? No, I. You know, there's they're like remaking potentially Alienation right now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Which I think c- could turn into something. I don't know that it is right now, but the idea of it, and I love like I love any First Contact movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love too. that whole. Um, like Arrival. I loved Arrival. Yeah. All right, guys. Oh, my God. I loved right, Arrival okay. so hard. Well, Asimov's series. Oh, Foundation series Foundation is on. Yeah, series. that's on mine, too. Oh, absolutely uh, is on mine. 
literally the foundation. That, that, yeah. Right. Absolutely. The foundation, the foundation of space foundation. opera. I mean, come on. Yeah. That is a grand story. That's what, Time that's, space. that's when I got into science fiction literature is when I went, I read the Foundation series. One uh, science fiction uh, story that I would like to create someday is one where as you get older, you get more powerful so that uh, senior cit- you get larger and more powerful so that senior citizens larger. are actually physically giant. giant and far just the opposite of what actually happens yeah but their yeah. their diapers are a like, pain to change i do, <laughs> I do like that, that they become more powerful yeah i just because yeah exactly the notion that we're all going nice up idea. it's it doesn't it's not an up and then a real down. i feel like that's yeah. only idea you get as you get yes, older. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is definitely accurate. No one thinks of that in their 20s. No, it's no. When you get out of your bed, you go, oh, my planner's fasciitis. Yes, exactly. I've got a real <laughs> nerd. <laughs> I've got a real Someone's nerd thing. got a little aches and pain. <laughs> but that makes it better. It's <laughs> a plus. So what we're, we're going to play a game that I'm not going to be a part of because I'm not an improviser. I'm going to make them do this. Um, uh, pitch your space opera. Okay, so I have written down some suggestions. Wow. Um, I feel like I'm going to get my ass kicked. No, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. And <laughs> if it sucks, it's okay because we've been drinking. I only um, feel one way, and that's so, to crash and burn. <laughs> I, I'm going to give each of these three folks, Brian, Josh, and Jenny, a trope. I'm going to give them um, a vehicle in this, some type of vehicle in, okay. in, in their universe, and the name of the person of a, a person involved in the story, whether it's a main character or not, you guys decide. Um, and they're going to pitch a soap opera. So Brian's going to start. He sure so, is. Um, so you're going to pitch. You also have to do a terrible uh, she's job. Got, so she's we shuffling feel pieces yeah. of paper. <laughs> shuffling pieces of paper in her hands. Yes, because I've written, oh, I've written down all these suggestions ahead of time. So Brian, uh, pick one of these. He's picking randomly. Only one. Okay. Oh, wait. And then. How dare you. Read it out loud. So this is uh, the trope. This is uh, lost in a different part of the galaxy. Okay. So this is uh, some vehicle in your world. A vehicle in the world. Okay. Uh, this one. Okay. All right, and I'll read. This is the vehicle in my world. Your teacher's your dad. It's a space whale. <laughs> space. It's a space whale. Space whale. Space whale. So what was your trope again? The first one is lost mm. in a different part of the galaxy. Space, space whale. whale. So these actually both are already in Hitchhiker's Guide to the yeah, exactly. they are. So, and this is, there has to be somebody named this in your, okay. This is scary. This is so scary. This, this is, is awesome. Scary. Charla. Charla. <laughs> Great. Okay. Great. So Charla, Space Whale, and Lost in a Different well, Part of the Galaxy. Every, okay, well, I'm just going to go for it. And go all, for it. And you'll all improve on it. I, uh, I believe every space opera should have a slightly cryptic name. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And this is going to be called... Um, Knight's Dominion. Knight's Ooh. Dominion, yeah. like K N or N? K N I. Knight's Dominion. Yeah. N I G H T. That's more cryptic than K N. That's correct. Knight's Dominion is a space opera that is about a young thirteen-year-old genius and possible insane. She's she's thought to be insane, Charlotte, who. Is take you know left her home. She's taken from her home. She's yep. put into an asylum on Earth. Oh yeah. And while she's in solitary confinement, is visited 
by a light-based alien. Oh, wow. Cool. I wasn't expecting who this says light-based. Light-based alien. She's fully made of light. Yeah. And she... Like cocoon. Like cocoon, for real. Or like an and, elemental. And she says, Sharla, we've been searching through time and space. Time and space uh-huh. for you. Uh-huh. We've discovered you here. You have to come fight us, fight the night. Approaching night. Wow. And so they leave the asylum and they're transported through space and time to an, another part of the universe mm-hmm. um, where she is paired with her steed, who is a is a space whale, which is a sentient spaceship. <laughs> she lives inside the space whale and controls the space whale, mm-hmm. and she fights the ever encroaching forces of night that threaten to destroy the entire galaxy, taking it back to its basic singularity. That is amazing. Wow. Yeah. Good job. And that I'm sorry that I made him go first. One in a third seasons. Yes. Yeah. I will, that fantastic. will go. So do I need to choose between the two of you? Uh, yes. Or, okay, yes, um, you I'm always gonna, have to choose between the two of us. Okay, Ginny. Okay. So this is your trope. Oh, I can walk over. I'm, Jenny refuses to get up. No, I just want no, to no, 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 I'm stuck. I just, it's hard. I'm just like tra- covered by microphone. So what's your tra- tra- time travel? Okay. Ooh, that's a doozy. Ooh, that's a doozy. And uh, this is your space vehicle. Uh, space junker. All right. Oh, space junker. Space okay. junker. And this is a name of, so... Uh, time travel, space junker, oh, that's and great. this is that's the name of somebody in your, talking about for in your program. Yeah. In your space program. Saprasada. No. <laughs> like the sausage. I think she got that from the charcuterie. Yes, I believe so. <laughs> Brian was making the cheese plate, and I was like, Saprasada, okay. Yeah. Okay, so uh, there's a... Um, What's the name of your program? The name of my program is Time Trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's about an, an unassuming uh, a garbage lord called <laughs> Saprasada, who picks up like a space junk around the earth. Who's like, you know, there's all this um, trash around trash the earth. around the earth that's that's gonna in a hundred years gonna keep us from yeah. like. From leaving the planet, right? Doing the Lord's work. Right. So, you know, there are chips of paint that are, like, flying around the Earth at 100 miles space an hour junk. or whatever. Yeah. So, so we're going to... Uh, so, Saprasada is a spa- uh, garbage lord who, who picks up all of the trash around the orbit of the Earth. And she's unhappy. Oh. And, yeah. I mean, she's garbage no, it's lord. It's a tough lot. It's not what she wanted. Um, and... Um, <laughs> Unintentionally, one night on the night shift, falls asleep. Oh no! And gets out of the Earth's orbit somehow. Oh, like, she's launched like somehow. Un, un, unknowingly tracks out of Earth's orbit and finds a wormhole, un, oh. unbeknownst to her. Oh my God, that's a bummer of a nap. And oh. ends up in a different time and space. Right. I can't tell you how in I am right now. And. <laughs> Has to come from an unassuming garbage lord to a space adventurer who is on a quest to get home. We got it, woman! That's fantastic. A space junker is... Nice work, Jenny. So there's only, like, um, one one choice left for each of the things. So since you're all... I'm going to... Call me the dregs. So um, (laughs) this is your, your trope, Josh. All right, my trope is... 
I, I really I assure you that we are getting these for the very. We yes. are truly uh, getting these. Robots are taking this. over. Robots are taking over. Yeah, yeah. This they they. I told them we were playing this game before we started recording, but I didn't tell them how it was going to be played. They have okay, no so idea. Robots, are, robots taking are taking over. This is your um, space vehicle. Okay. Okay. Gander here. Uh, a Dodge. A Dodge. <laughs> And this is the name of somebody in your space opera. Okay. Let's have a quick dinner here. We're gonna uh, Evergrace. <laughs> oh my god. That's beautiful. That's that has to be Do I get points for coming that up with this? Evergrace these? is They're gorgeous. Great. Do I get, that, okay, that has great. to be the name of a person? Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, uh, so uh, this um, it, uh, is called uh, I Know What You Did Next Summer. <laughs> And uh, it, it it takes place in uh, the, the very near future, essentially next year. Okay. Uh, where in in that intervening time, uh, robots uh, the the singularity has happened, and uh, AI has become all powerful. And due to our reliance on our phones and everything, we are uh, uh, most of humanity is almost instantly wiped out and enslaved. Save Scout for has, Scout has it. Yeah. Yes. yes, I love it. By the way, <laughs> save for uh, a, on the la- the last day that society is still whole, right before the singularity happens, um, a substitute teacher uh, uh, <laughs> named uh, um, um, uh, Evergrace. Uh, no, no, his, no, name, no, his no. name is is uh, is Mr. Wright. And uh, with a W, yeah, with a W. He is a science teacher, uh, and with uh, and he also teaches early, like uh, like computing, like uh, or like one hundred and one. And mostly his lessons lesson plan was just to let the kids play uh, Oregon Trail. Yeah, but uh, (laughs) syntax error. Yeah, when he gets there, one student really seems to get the computers. Her name is Evergrace, and uh, and uh, they get word that the world is collapsing. And uh, through a series of a- action excitement, wind up uh, in his beat-up old Dodge. And they have to get out of the city center yes. and find safety and attempt to recruit other people and defeat the robot overlords. Yay! Yay! You guys, this is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> you guys were so amazing. That is fantastic. Well, that wraps up our talk on space operas. Let's do some social. You guys were great. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you, co-host. Thank you for having us. Brian. And for all of the booze. It was a delight. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Thanks to your sponsor for the booze. Thank you, yes. Devotion Vodka. Thank you, Devotion. Um, so let's do some social media plugs. Uh, Josh, where can we find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Joshingtron. And I'm on Instagram occasionally at Washingtron. Why is there a difference? I meant to ask you that last time I saw. Why it. is there? Uh, I just uh, don't. Oh, fart uh, again. Because uh, I'm just, I just don't pay attention. Okay. Yeah, I'm that an old man. Yeah. You're an old man. I feel, I feel you. Yeah. And um, anything? So you uh, I'm are on, on blind uh, spot right I now. I don't know when this will air, but on uh, uh, this upcoming, I'm on the latest episode of Blind Spot. And uh, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda comes out. I directed that. And uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands is coming and out. And I also that. Uh, Command awesome. the Series. And Command the Series. A writer on. Yeah. Jenny, uh, what about oh, you, my friend? I have so little to say after that. I uh, you're am a senior contributor for Geek Authority. That's amazing. Jenny Flack. Uh, across social media, I contribute to geekgirlauthority.com. Um, <laughs> the end. 
And uh, Brian? You can find me at, at, at uh, Brian D. Bradley at, on Twitter mm-hmm. and at CaptainTBD <laughs> uh, on Instagram. And uh, I don't have any programs coming out, although you can find Uncle Buck on Hulu, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And uh, Awesome. And please check out geekgirl30.com for our latest entertainment and just fun news in the world of nerddom. Uh, find a lot of podcasts out there. Check out Neil Before Odd. You can uh, hear my episode with Josh Dean, who is sitting in front of me. It's true, I am. And you are sitting right in front of me, <laughs> which is a really fun. I'm less drunk during that episode. Exactly. Yeah. It was, but more it was, handsome. It was like noon <laughs> on a Monday. Such a great beard. Exactly. But you still got crotch punched by my dog. I sure did. Numerous times. And uh, check out Neil Before Odd. Please follow me at Audrey Kearns, K-E-A-R-N-S, at Twitter, across the board, like Jenny said. Um, so we are going to do a sign-off quote right now. I'm going to get the book we referenced. Yes, yeah, so we're going to get the Star Trek Next Generation quotes uh, that ZP International gave us. I, I have two quotes from uh, John Scalzi's Old Man's War because I, like I, I was thinking about that book today, and I was like, okay. And here's the first one. Um, doesn't have anything to do with anything, but here. I did two things on my 75th birthday. I visited my wife's grave. Then I joined the Army. Visiting Kathy's grave was the less dramatic of the two. And that's a setup for the whole series. That's right, great. right, right there. And his the last quote from that same series is the idea of spending another six hours with Leon and his farts was more than I can take. <laughs> <laughs> Always good. It's a fun book. Brian. I think this is appropriate for both uh, uh, space opera and Trump America. This is what we need to know right now. And and you know what's coming. Here it is. I must not fear. Oh, yes. Fear is the mind killer. (laughs) Fear is the little death that brings total Total obliteration. obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through Through me. me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear is gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. Mm. That is the Benny Gesserit litany from Dune. It is truly. Josh Dean. Uh, this from the uh, my favorite uh, space opera, the first thing I mentioned, the Fifth Element. Uh, this is uh, said by Liluminai Lekatariba Laminai Chai Ekbat Di Sabat, aka Lilu. Chicken good. Nice. Um, this is from a random page that I turned to from Star Trek. The first page you turned to. It is truly. Josh Thank saw you. me do it. Thank you, ZP International. Star Trek The Next Generation Classic Quotes. It is, so you mean I'm drunk? I feel strange, but also good. <laughs> Wesley Crusher. Wesley Crusher, <laughs> the naked now. I think that's the greatest quote to end <laughs> Yes, indeed. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Yay. Bye. Bye.